to Core Community Covenant Church with Pastors Max and Trish. Join us as we learn more about the Word of God. So, so today is an exciting day. Huh? Today is an exciting day. Today is the last day, the, the last teaching on sharing. Uh, we talked about the importance of sharing. We, we, t- we, we said that at the beginning, this, was, this is supposed to be normally a time where, when the churches start talking about giving and they'll start, hey, this is a time. You know what? You've been given 10. I think it's about to do 15 or 20. You know, I think the Lord is telling me something. No. Um, but, but what we wanted to talk about that the, the heart, the heart of, God, of God about giving is more about sharing than just giving. We talked about that then we, when we give our talents, it's not that we're giving our talents, giving away our talents. We're sharing our talents, whether we're giving to not only benefit those who are receiving, but also ourselves. We talked about when, when uh, the little boy at, at, the, at the miracle of the feeding of 5,000, when the little boy gave the, the bread and the fish, he didn't just give it away and went home hungry. He was there eating the meal together. There, there was sharing. It wasn't just a giving up the food and that's it. But when we when we shared when we shared time with somebody, we, if when we redeem that time for the Lord, it's not just like man, I, I sacrificed my time for you. No, I shared it as much as I gave you my time. You gave me your time. Yeah. You you might have given me your burdens and, and and your hurts and pains. I was able to give you love and joy, and we shared that together. That that's what it's about. It's about the sharing, and we we talked about that in talents and everything else. So. Today we're going to talk about sharing our testimonies and how powerful it is and how important it is. And uh, just yesterday we, we had a summit. We had almost 100 uh, men and women bikers come together. And one of the classes was testimony, how to give out, how to share your testimony with others. And it was amazing. It was people who had been in churches for, for 5, 10, 15, 20 years who have never shared their testimony, who was afraid to share their testimony with with somebody else. And we created that safe space of 10 to 15 people for them to do so. And, um, and then the funny part, the guy who facilitated, he's like, I'm so blessed. I'm overwhelmed because for the past four hours, I sat there and I listened to people's testimonies. And I saw what God can do. Mm-hmm. And the, the, so he experienced the power of somebody else giving a testimony. And so that's why we t- today we won't really want to dive into that, mm-hmm. sharing the testimony, why it's important for us to do so, how God gets glorified in it. And um, just, I'm, I'm excited, really excited about talking about it and hearing what you guys have to say about it also. Mm-hmm. So at first we were thinking, well, it's a, it's a series on sharing and the topic is testimony. So we could just like do the easy way out and just go around the room and have everyone give their testimony. <laughs> but we decided that was that was not what we were gonna do. <laughs> we might. We might. We might have some space, but it's gonna be really different from what you may have seen and heard or done in the past. Amen. So I wanna I, what I wanna do is is draw your attention um, to I'm actually looking at at John. Uh, chapter, I'm going to, I'm just going to kind of move through and then I'll explain. So this, I'm starting in John chapter 14, uh, where Jesus says, 
uh, in verse 9, Don't you know me, even after I have been among you for such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I say are not my own. Rather, the Father living in me is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe in the evidence of the miracles themselves. Anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing. He will do greater things than these because I am going to the Father. And then when you skip down, uh, Jesus continues. This is now in uh, verse 26. It says, But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. Peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled or be afraid. You have heard me say I am going away and I am coming back. If you loved me, you would be glad that I'm going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And then I want to skip ahead to verse 26 of chapter 15. So if you're there, we're still on the same page, just kind of moving through the text. Um, So John 15 verse 26 says, when the counselor comes, who I will send you from the father, the spirit of truth who goes out from the father, he will testify about me. And you also must testify for you have been with me from the beginning. So a couple of things just to, to first of all, unpack, we are called to testify. This is part of our fundamental identity that once we have accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior, once we have received the Holy Spirit, um, we should we should talk like uh, like the prophets who would say, your word is like a fire in my bones. I, I try to hold it in, but I can't. And if we don't have that kind of fire, then then we're, we're missing the mark. Um, testifying should come as naturally to us as breathing. That once you have tasted of the Lord's work in your life, once you have seen that holy spark in your life where he you you've tasted of his mercy you've tasted of his grace um you've seen his goodness it transforms you at such a fundamental level that you should just fall to your knees ready to worship you should just open up your mouth and have you know words to proclaim because the holy spirit gives you the words you don't have to be an eloquent speaker you know when i was at jury duty they asked like what is one of your hobbies and i said well i love to sing i don't do it well but it's one of my hobbies is I love to sing, but I'm a little off key. Um, they were, it was just it kind of lightened the mood in the room because it was a very long day in jury duty, as you would imagine. Uh, but it's true that we don't, we don't have to speak eloquently, right? Moses didn't speak eloquently, but God chose him, right? We don't have to sing as beautifully as Christina or other people who have that gift, but God calls us. He says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Amen. And this is where I want to, want to go with this. So, the word um, in Greek for testify is martyreo, which obviously is where we get the word martyr. And the reason for that is because as the first generation of Christians went about sharing their testimony, what were they testifying? They weren't talking about, well, I grew up in this part of the city and, you know, I went to church and then, you know, I went to camp and no, they were like, I was blind and now I see. You know, I saw a dead person who was resurrected to life. And the world who is ruled by by Satan, who's God's adversary, right, doesn't like that. So when you open your mouth and you're truly testifying, you're going to face opposition. And that's why the first generation of Christians and even now around the world, when people testify to the truth, 
the world will turn on you. You won't make friends. You will actually face spiritual and physical opposition. And you have to be willing to give up your life and say, this life has nothing for me. That I would rather, again, that fire in my bones that I can't help, I have to let it out. I can't be silent. And, And if it costs me everything, if it costs me my life, if I lose friends because of it, then so be it. Because this fire, I, I would do anything rather than lose this fire. The, the other layer of this, though, is that I want to draw back even before Jesus. As I was reading, as you heard, the Holy Spirit is the spirit that comes from the Father. Okay? Very often, we've, we, we think of our testimony when it's all about how I met Jesus, how I met Jesus. But when you listen to Jesus, Jesus' whole testimony of his whole life He's always pointing us to the Father. And he says, black and white, the Father is greater than I. Mm. So when we meet Jesus, that's amazing because it changes the direction of our life. But we're not finished. Jesus is the, the one who introduces us to the Father. And we're supposed to encounter the Father's love and to know that he loves us as we are, but he loves us too much to leave us the same. So when we testify, we're supposed to testify about the goodness of God. We're, we're not just supposed to talk about how Jesus died on the cross and resurrected. The, the testimony, the good news is that you have a heavenly father. He has not left you orphaned. He has not forsaken or abandoned you. You are his beloved. This is what, what a testimony is. Wow. Is that we, we're looking at the goodness of God in a dark world where people say, why would a good God allow suffering? Why is there so much darkness and pain? Why am I so broken and traumatized? Testimony is that you are speaking those things, even though, you know, faith is knowing what you hope for and believing what you do not see. So you may not feel God's presence. You may not see his goodness. But in the darkest hour of your life, you trust and know that God is with you because of what Christ visibly did on the cross. But remembering that what Christ did, he only did because the Father sent him. He only did through the, the Father's power. And he only did it in order to point us to the Father. So we, we can't just look to the cross and get stuck on Jesus. We have to see that Jesus points us straight to our creator, straight to who our true identity is as children of God. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. What is the, what's the word again for? Martoreo. Martoreo. And we talk about how the, that's, I like how you said, like, obviously, that's where we get the word martyr. I'm like, oh. Well, it sounds like martyr. It <laughs> like, sounds like martyr. Was I the only one who was not this to I'm sorry. But, but when you said that, and, and as, as, you're ta- as you're talking about it, the first thing that popped in my, my head is, is uh, Acts chapter 7, when Stephen or Stefan or... However you say it. However you, you say it. When he's being judged and about to get stoned, mm-hmm. he testifies, right? He literally, he's before the court. He's before the... Sanhedrin. Sanhedrin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's before court, and he starts testifying, but he's not starts... He doesn't testify about Jesus. He is... I, I love it. I actually use... I read this chapter during Passover Seder because he does such a great job of summarizing the whole Old Testament and how faithful God is and goes from the beginning to Jesus crucified. Mm-hmm. 
So that that's an important. So he's not like, well, I was a fisherman. I don't know if he was, but let's go with that. I was a fisherman, and Jesus came. Like if Peter would have been testifying, and well, I was a fisherman. Jesus called me, and now I'm a follower of Christ. He's like, let me testify about this Jesus. Let me point to God. Right. Let me go through the story of God's faithfulness, mm-hmm. and this is where we're gonna end. And it ends with Jesus standing, standing up. Like, mm-hmm. it was a cool thing. Like, Jesus was so impressed. He, he, he was sitting next to the father, and he stood up, and he saw, and he was looking down on, on Stephen because of the testimony that he's brought about God. Right. So that, that is an Just to read it, part. Acts chapter 7, it says that Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God with Jesus standing at the right hand of God. And he said, I see heaven open with the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. So he sees Jesus, but he also sees the Father, and he's testifying of what they cannot see, right? They're, I mean, he's literally on the verge of death, and, and God gives him this incredible glimpse of, of the fullness of God's glory. Yeah. And then even at the end of the, the last verse, while they were, they were stoning him, Stephen prayed. Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold his the sin against them. And when he said this, he fell asleep. It's 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 amazing. Again, even 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 in his death, he test he testifies about who God is, mm-hmm. this graceful and merciful and forgiving God. Mm-hmm. Just like when when Christ died on the cross, forgiven for they don't know what they're doing. He said, forgive them. Don't hold this against them. Right. And I know even in that time, because of the testimony and the reflection of who God is, just in, the, in those words, forget the 58, uh, 58 other verses that, that are before that, just in that, as you're being stoned, you reflect who God is. This mm-hmm. merciful, full of grace, forgiving of God. Yep. That's, 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 that's the testimony. That's the testimony. I'm not saying that we all should get stoned. That's, that's not. <laughs> but how we... But the stoning comes in different ways, right? The persecution comes in different ways in our lives. And, and the way we react to, to, that, to the, those, those challenges, those persecutions, those troubles, that testifies. That testifies. Um, and it's not, it wasn't out of Stephen's power. It's not, it's not because he was an amazing, amazing, this amazingly spiritual person. It's because the spirit that's in him that was able to testify that. Because that is unnatural to right. do that if somebody's stoning them, forgive them. That's, that's not a natural thing for, for a human to do. It's only mm-hmm. through God's spirit that you can do that. And that, that is what we're talking about when we say testimony, right. testify. Right. So with that understanding that when we, when we testify, we're not only testifying of Jesus, we're testifying of the Father, right? Looking back, okay, the spirit that we have, not of our own power do we testify, but the Holy Spirit that's within us is the spirit of the Father. Well, when we open up our mouths then and we're speaking by the power of the Holy Spirit, we are speaking by the power of the the father's spirit and 
if we could really just like grasp this, right? It's not you speaking, but when you become less and you allow the Holy Spirit to speak through you, which is what truly testifying is, and you, you still yourself and you quiet yourself and you wait on the Lord to say, what is it that I should speak or say or ask in this moment? And you allow the Spirit of God to do the talking, okay? You're not speaking of your own strength. You're speaking by the Spirit of the Father. Well, when the Spirit of the Father speaks, what happens? If you go back to Genesis, when the Spirit of the Father speaks, all of creation is, trans- is, is created out of nothing, Right? He says, let there be light, and there's light. He says, let the waters part, and they part. So when you're having a conversation with someone who's struggling with depression, or who feels lonely or isolated or grief and is overwhelmed, or is just totally entrenched in addiction, and you don't speak out of your own story, like, oh, well, you know, but you really allow the Holy Spirit to speak through you, the Word of God becomes manifest, and in that dark place, You're saying, let there be light. And guess what? Hmm. There's light. Not because you can create it, Mm. but because the the spirit that's speaking through you is not you. It's the words of the Father. And when the Father speaks, reality is transformed. Your surroundings are transformed. The, The spirit realm, the forces of darkness are transformed. They're pushed back. Like you're literally pushing back the gates of hell. Like this is what a testimony is. Mm. This is why it's so important. Because you're not just speaking and telling your story. You're, you're becoming less and allowing the Holy Spirit to speak through you. And those words that come forth are going to be transformative. They will not only transform you, because I, I don't know if you've ever had that experience, but when sometimes when the Holy Spirit speaks, I'm like, man, that was good. And then God has to remind me, you're not that smart. And I'm like, no, that was good for me too. I needed to hear that. <laughs> sometimes when I'm sharing with someone, right, I need to hear it. Just as much, if not more, than the person I'm speaking it to, right? And I have, and he reminds me that it's him speaking and and not me, right? But here's here's the thing: going back to the Old Testament, um, testifying was not something new that came with Jesus. The word for testify in Hebrew is haba, which also means prophesy. So when you look at the Old Testament model of a testimony, what you're actually doing is you're prophesying. Wow. So you are speaking those heavenly things that are invisible and unseen in the spiritual realm, and you're bringing them into this reality. You're, you're speaking in the prophetic. And that is just an incredible, incredible thing. And I, just looking at Ezekiel 37, the, you know God takes uh, the, the prophet Ezekiel to the valley, right? And he says... Uh, he takes him by the power of the spirit into a middle of a valley of dry bones. And he says, son of man, can these bones live? And he says, Oh, sovereign Lord, you alone know. And he said to me, prophesy to these bones and tell them dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord says. I will make breath enter you. You will come to life. I will attach tendons and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. 
and, and this just continues. He says, prophesy to the wind, prophesy to the, and this is what, what we are called to do. The reason why we're, when we get saved, God doesn't just rapture us up to heaven is because he wants us to redeem his kingdom here on earth. Yep. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He left us here as image bearers to prophesy and testify and to transform and redeem all of creation, which is under a curse. So Jesus didn't die just to save you. He, he wants you to be part of that partnership to speak through you to redeem all of creation, all of the lost, all of lost humanity, your brothers and sisters, all of nature groans for the kingdom, for heaven to come here on earth. So when we testify, we're not just telling our story. We have to be reminded like Isaiah when he sees, you know, God in his glory and he says, I am a man of unclean lips, right? right. And, and, and when we testify, it reminds us that, that I once was lost, but now I'm fine, found, right? That I was a wretch, but by his amazing grace. Like that's, that's testimony space. If you think you're test, you know, sharing a testimony and you're just telling a story about, you know, a weekend you had at a, at a camp then you're not really tapping into the full potential of what the Holy Spirit wants to do through you and in you. Yeah, and uh, I, think, I think we sometimes get stuck with testimonies. I know at the beginning when, when I got saved, I, I, had, I had my testimony, this is here, they're here, and I would tell everybody about it and everything else. But uh, you realize if you um, come under the power of the Holy Spirit when you, when you testify, you realize that your testimony is going to speak to the person who you're communicating with. And your testimony might change, uh, might change to who you're speaking to. Mm -hmm. But it will, and so, sometimes the Spirit will, it will give wisdom and discernment to you. So as you speak and you share, you're going to share the right thing. So, so the power of God that was in you and what it did, what God did in you is going to remind them that it, it can do in them. That, that's, that, that's why we need to not just like, oh, let me tell you a story. And I always joke around, it's like, what kind of, what testimony you want to hear? The hour and a half or the three minute one? Because I have one that, well, it was a cold winter day in Russia. You know, <laughs> I have that testimony and we better make some tea and order some food. Or there, there's a testimony of, of a minute and 30 seconds of Amano elevator with you. You know, so it's, it's, it's understanding that, that when we share our testimony, you're not sharing testimony for them to just get to know you. You're sharing testimony that you can bring glory and honor to God mm. and tell them who God is. Yep. It's not about you. Your testimony is not about you. Your testimony is about what God, who God is. Amen. And, that, and that's, that's something will change I, I truly believe will change mm -hmm. how testimonies would be shared like I, I know yeah I, I think the, the men and women who shared their testimony at the summit uh, yesterday if we would push that on them they're like alright let me <laughs> let me tell you and then I, I think sometimes we don't, don't share our testimonies because we're kind of shy we're like I don't want to talk about myself <laughs> good you're not talking about yourself talk about God so then it becomes a little bit more powerful. Now it becomes through your testimonies, people will be saved. Mm -hmm. Through your testimonies, you, the people will hear hope. 
to the testimonies that will be empowered to overcome the things that they never come, not because of who you are, but because of who God is and what God has done in your life, and they can do the same thing in you. And that's the power of the testimony. And that's why we share testimonies, not because, you know, people get to know you. It's, it's so much more. Mm-hmm. So much more. We're going to dive into that revelation. Go for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm spent. I got all fired up. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> where, where is it? It's the, here, I got it. it I got it. I can read it. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. It says, Revelation twelve eleven. It says, they overcame him, and the him in the context of this is is Satan himself, the, the great serpent who leads the world astray. It says, they overcame him... By the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Amen. So it's it's a both. You know, we, we're supposed to plead the blood of Jesus over our lives, right? That that wonder working power, the precious blood of Jesus. But it says, and by the word of our testimony. So we're not finished yet. I I think that no I I just I just that's I I just really wanted to finish with that with that with that verse that's that power is the the power that that carries is it's not again it's the power to encourage people to give hope but it also power to overcome the devil the one who whispers that you can't whispers that you're lost this whispers all these lies. it's with a testimony. It's with your own testimony. Sometimes we gotta testify to ourselves. Yeah. I know I've been there. I'm the dry bones. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I I've been there. Mm-hmm. You, you're feeling sick. You're feeling down. You're you're lost. You you have negative twenty seven dollars in your in your bank account, and you have to testify that he he is he's the one who provided because he provided for me before. Mm-hmm. I'm sick, but I know I, I might be in the hospital, but I know I'm gonna come out. Mm. My child is lost, but I know that that, that you, you powered them before. I, I in that even in that you, you got you got to testify, you got to testify. I, I and um, with testimonies, I think one of the most powerful thing Old Testament, the the whole thing. If if, if you don't worship, the, the rocks will cry out. If you guys ever got, got into that, why, how rocks would cry out? Like, where did that come from? <coughs> that in, in those days that if somebody would see a murder happening, they would put a rock down and they would go find somebody. And they would come and be like, hey, there was a murder here. I was like, how? I put a rock over there to prove that I was there. I was there. That's why I can testify it. So they come out and they see the rock and like, see, this is a rock that I told you about. So my testimony is true. You know, so it's just one of those things that you put the rock down to remember what you have done. And, and the, the Israeli people have done it so many times. When they crossed the Jordan River, God told them, take out the 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan and put it right here. So they will testify about what God did, that he stopped the Jordan. And, you know, and sometimes in our lives, we do need to get the rocks. We even talked about the, to, to put the rocks. We need to put rocks down for us to remember those things, those testimonies. What was that? What were the... Personal for us, when we had a miscarriage, mm-hmm. I, t- I, took the, I took the picture uh, of, the, of the ultrasound and I put it down and I, I wrote, he is faithful. And then six months later, he, he gave us Micah. Mm-hmm. But I had to testify. 
I, I was we were lost. We didn't think that was going to happen, but I had to testify that he's faithful, that he can do it. And he did it at his time. Not, not ours, but he did it. But we need to testify because it's the power of God that's going to push us through things. He's going to push others through it because we are reminded of who God is and not about our situation. And that, that's, that's the power of sharing your, the testimony. Thanks for joining us. We hope this teaching blessed you and brought you closer to God. Know you are loved and covered in prayer. Thank you.